Hi, my name is Shannon Pfeffer. I'm obsessed with understanding the how and the why behind feeling good and translating that knowledge into strategies that help you live better. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about food, fitness, stress, career, and family. We'll learn from each other, feel more connected, and we'll explore ways to design a life you love. So what are you waiting for? Keep listening for tips, tricks, and fun facts about feeling good, looking good, and living better. And don't forget to bring a snack. This is a Side of Syrup podcast. Hi, friends. Are you coming off of a never ending roller coaster and you're already very busy January turned into your busiest one on record? Know that I totally get that and I am right alongside you. And that is why on today's episode of a side of syrup podcast, we are diving in big time in how to stay focused when you've got too much on your plate. Before we get into today's episode, I do want to let you guys know that my group coaching program, Exhausted to Energized, is accepting the next round of applicants. There are only 20 spots available and the application window closes very soon. So it's open a limited time. A little bit about the program, okay? For my busy people, who have zero idea how to feel like themselves again, but desperately need to, like yesterday. There's a system for you, one that holds you accountable because it's a group coaching program and teaches you step-by-step how to get your most valuable asset, your energy, back for good. So there's a warning here. This program changes lives. And, you know, like so much of what I talk about on the podcast and in my um, coaching work uh, and speaking work is this idea, and it's not really an idea, it's a proven thing. Feeling tired is optional, okay? Exhausted to energize is the only system you'll ever need to get your energy back for good within just two months. Eight weeks, you will see a night and day difference in your life. So a couple of folks that have been part of the program gave me some testimonials. I'll just share a couple with you here today. Quinn, hi Quinn. Uh, Results. In just two weeks time, I felt the best since I have since college. And also Quinn, within the two months that we worked together in this group coaching program, she got enough energy and confidence and focus and asked her boss for a raise and promotion And guess what? She got it. Her boss knew something was different and all the hard work she had been putting in, this really kind of uh, sealed the deal. So congrats to you, Quinn. I'm so proud of you. And Maxine, in just two months of working with Shannon, my life is unrecognizable. As a, as a mama like you, Maxine, I get it. And to see your transformation was amazing. And Dylan, The group coaching calls have been the best part of my life. Shannon, I'm so thankful for you. Thankful to you too, Dylan. Um, You know, we form a tight group that stays together for two months and truly beyond. 
uh, but we're working together, holding everyone accountable for their goals and learning lessons each and every single week. So I have included a link um, in the show notes here and also on my uh, Instagram so that you can see for yourself exactly how to apply, see if the program is right for you. And uh, I'm just, I'm thrilled that we've got some more spots opening up and that you guys can be a part of it. So uh, stay tuned. I cannot wait for it to get started and you to be there too. Without further ado, let's dive in to our topic today, how to stay focused when you've got too much on your plate. So back when I was in my corporate gig, I had a role where I traveled all the time. I traveled so much that I knew the LAX Starbucks barista's name and he knew my order. I was above the ground more than I was on the ground and that became a way of life. And for those of you that that remember Virgin America Airlines, that cheese plate was life and dinner for years. At the height of my corporate career, I was moderating focus groups for some of the biggest brands in the world, which was why I was traveling all the time. I traveled to my clients, to their target markets, these like home bases where their biggest customers were located. These didn't mean big glamorous cities all the time. Trust me, they meant small towns, pockets um, all over, like Texas, for example, going on road trips all across the state. Texas is a huge state. I learned a lot uh, about uh, barbecue and rodeo, I got to say, which was uh, really awesome and delicious. And uh, uh, I'll happily travel back to Texas for either of those things. Uh, anyway, but going to the target market home bases, meeting with their consumers, and then I would post up for a few days at a time at a research center. And if you haven't been to those, they are like they are on TV, uh, where I would be in the conference room or it could be set up to be like a living room setting, whatever was really appropriate for that brand. And I would be with all of the consumers in this target audience for the clients. And then the clients would be behind a double glass mirror on the other side. We couldn't see them, but they could see us and their every move. So they'd be watching, listening, and learning, and eating too, FYI. There's really great food behind that, that double, <laughs> double mirror. So moderating focus groups was one of the very best parts of my job, and it really lit me up. I loved asking questions and really getting to know a brand's audience and working with my agency team to develop marketing that really resonated based on what I would do in the focus group. So it was definitely a career highlight. But <laughs> when you get good at something, you get asked to do it often. So the biggest and longest trip I went on was 21 days on the road, living out of a suitcase, a carry-on suitcase, no less. To be fair, I was working on a wine client, which was quite fun, but I had to use my check bag to strategically pack bottles of very expensive wine so that it would get to each destination safely. Hence, not being able to have my own belongings in my check bag. How did I get the wine in the suitcase and what was the wine? Well, friends, that's a story for another day. 
on this 21 day trip, I traveled across the country twice, back and forth and back and forth to cities big and small. And at the end of it, I had to get on another plane to go on vacation <laughs> to sort of unwind from all of this time on the road, which at this point I seems bananas um, to hop on another plane, but it was another season of life. I didn't have a whole lot of responsibility at that point in my life other than keeping myself healthy and sane. But the lessons I learned from that incredibly busy season of life stuck with me, and I know you guys will benefit from knowing them too. So here are four things that help you stay focused when you've got too much on your plate. So post-it posts. If you could see me right now in my office, I've got post-its of every color, everywhere, <laughs> because it's a strategy that as a visual person, I need to write things down and see it for it to stick. So I encourage you to write it all down. Write down your to-do list on post-its. Everything you have to do, put it on a post-it and put the post-its on a wall or somewhere where you can visually see them, like pretty much all the time. Mine are on this wall above my computer, so I just need to look up and see what's next. The ceiling is pretty low, so and it's angled, so I can just look at them and take them down when, when I've accomplished something. You can do this in any, any way that works for you. You can put the day's lists on OneNote, or you can do many post-it notes. But really, follow whatever is going to give you the most satisfaction. So either you're taking down one note a day, crumpling it up, throwing it in the recycling bin, or you're taking a to-do list down item by item as each task is completed. This visual to-do list will help you prioritize and have a series of quick wins to keep you motivated and focused for what's next. Because when you're checking things off, you're crumbling up that piece of paper, you're taking down all this these post-its from this incredibly cluttered wall and making it nice and clean and clear, you're going to feel accomplished. And so let's set up these quick wins for you to keep you back to be focused on what you need to get done. So the second thing is stepping away. I'm a huge fan of movement breaks and sometimes even a few minutes away from your computer or screen or like a looming deadline, doing something different will give you the headspace you need to feel energized. So whether it's Having a foam roller next to your desk or even in your car and taking it out and spending five minutes just doing some foam rolling where honestly it's going to be a little painful to do it and that will immediately sort of shift your brain away from like what you have right in front of you to like, ooh, ooh, ow, ow, this, this stretching and, and foam rolling is really um, making me think about something else. It's forcing me to think about something else or do some active stretching or grab a jump rope even. Uh, walk around the block even one time. Just uh, having those movement breaks where you're getting your blood pumping and your brain moving in a different direction can oftentimes recenter you and refocus you back to the task at hand. I laugh when I say this next one, but there's a reason why I laugh. I call this one, what's in your shed? So just uh, imagine this. When we were about to have our first son, my husband and I took a parenting class. 
And one of the exercises the instructor had us complete was about time. If you had one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes to yourself after the baby, what would you do with that time? We were given a pen and we each got a sheet of paper. And I'll admit the rest of the class took this like, everyone was like very invested in the exercise. But I'll admit we giggled throughout the whole exercise and did not take it seriously and even got called out by the instructor. But we still remember and use this exercise to this day. My husband said his answer in this and he had to tell the whole class and we had no idea also that the whole class would hear our answers for this. My husband said if he had 10 minutes to himself, he'd like to be by himself in a shed. At the house we lived in, we had a shed in the backyard at that point. Um, and it was a, a little bit of peace and quiet, but also filled with, you know, Christmas decorations and uh, yearbooks and old photo albums and skis. You know, it's, it was a glorified garage in Los Angeles. Anyway, <laughs> but the phrase, like, I need a couple minutes in the shed became part of our vernacular, and now I'm giving it to you. If you had 10 minutes to stand in your shed, what would you do with those 10 minutes that, help, that could help you refocus and be present? It doesn't have to actually be a shed, but you know what I mean here. If you had some space to yourself and you had this free time of this 10 minute window, what would you do so you could get back to your day? Is it phoning a friend? Is it, uh, is it meditating? Is it writing out some grievances? You know, I don't know what, what works for you in that moment to give you that freedom, give you that clarity and kind of like push out the stress of, and overwhelm. Uh, what does stand in your shed mean to you? Think about that. And think about where you could do that, when you can do that, and how you can do that. The last tip here is a breathing exercise. And at this point, I think you guys know, I will talk to you guys ad nauseum about breathing exercises. They truly are the key to recentering when life feels crazy. And it's something I reference a lot, but over this mantra from Pima Sharon. Guys, I mispronounced her name. I always mispronounce everything. Pima Chodron. Be the mountain in the snowstorm. If you can be centered and calm, you emit that energy and it spreads to others. If you are the snowstorm and expecting everyone else to be a mountain around you, not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be a blizzard. So be that mountain, stay put and figure out how you stay put, which helps you stay focused. So my favorite exercise here is four, seven, eight breathing because it's easy to remember and it's easy to do. And it's an almost instant stress and anxiety reliever. You can do anywhere. You can do it in your car, on a walk, in a meeting, on a phone call, anywhere. So Super simple and we can do it together here. Um, I will tell you how to do it and then I can do a round with you so we can practice together. Okay, so 
We're gonna do like a little bit of belly breathing. I don't want you to breathe from your chest. I want you to breathe through your stomach. And so when you do that, you're breathing through your nose, breathing in through your nose, and you'll feel your belly really expands. Don't suck it in, guys. Let your belly expand with that inhaled breath. And when you exhale, you bring your belly button all the way in until it's empty, empty, empty. I'm also going to ask you to hold your breath. And when you do hold your breath, it sort of feels like you're choking a little bit. You're not, you're not, you're not. You're just teaching, um, you're teaching yourself how to hold it in and how to truly get out the air. Cause it's really easy to breathe in. It's really hard to hold your breath and breathe out. That's where the training, um, really comes into place and sort of, um, you build up your stamina through time. So let's breathe in for four, breathe in through your nose, fill that belly up. One, two, three, four, hold for seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, exhale for eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Right. A little bit different, but let's try it again. Let's get back into it and I'll count for you. Breathe in for four, one, two, three, four, hold, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Now repeat that five times. And it'll take a while to really build up that stamina to, to have this flow. But once you do, I would say within a week, you'll be able to get this down and use this as a go-to to really get yourself back to focused. So to recap, we learned four things here to help you stay focused when you've got too much on your plate. One, write everything on those post-its and when you have completed a task, crumble up that post-it, throw it in a recycling bin, win. Move on to the next thing. Stepping away, you know, do a movement break, stretching break, active stretching break, then come back to what you've got to do. Three, what's in your shed? Still laughing about this, but what would you do if you had those 10 minutes to yourself to kind of shift your mindset and then get back to what you've got to get done. And four, that breathing exercise, that four, seven, eight breathing, breathe in for four, hold for seven, exhale for five, exhale for eight, excuse me, and repeat five times. So I hope all of those proven things really help you when you are facing that moment of there's too much to do. I can't even focus on there's, there's too much to do and really help you fight that overwhelm because you're living in a state of constant overwhelm. You're going to deplete your energy because you're going to be trying to do 48 things at once 
and trying to balance it all and then not giving yourself time to take care of yourself, to hydrate, to move, uh, or even to sleep. So anyway, I just want to say thank you again so much for joining me today. Uh, I wanted to give you a shorty episode, some quick tips to get you through the season of overwhelm that's happening to pretty much everybody I'm talking to these days. And also to remind you, uh, check out in the show notes, also on my Instagram profile and my uh, private Facebook community, uh, Eating for Energy, Shannon Pfeffer's wellness community. I've also linked that in my um, link tree on Instagram and it's on my syrup coaching page. Uh, I have, we'll have links to the group coaching program for everything. So if you are interested and you want to apply, apply now. It's a limited time. I'm looking forward to having you there and getting to help you get your energy back for good. Thanks guys. Have a great week. episode of A Side of Syrup. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and review and subscribe so you never miss the next one. Also, you know someone who would love this episode or podcast in general, send it to them too. Thank you. New episodes go up on Tuesdays. Thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon.